Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 214. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westmouth video game, 30-some years after the Eastern Invasion mainline campaign. It is played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system, with occasional references to the Mythic Game Master emulator's event meaning tables for inspiration. Stick around after the episode for some GM notes if you're interested. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. Maybe we should have flashback. That's a good idea. Because I what, don't what do really have? know what else we've got. I mean, he was unconscious when a lot of this stuff happened, so I don't really know how he could have done anything. Okay. If you want to pause the trial scene for a moment and consider, like, when you guys were preparing your arguments, what sorts of things were you discussing? And, you know, what you want to know about, like, what Cashin could have been willing to tell you and what ideas you have. Okay. It's an interesting idea. Uh, also, there is... Hepa could certainly do, like, an alchemy check as her, like skill role to like feed into trick in terms of like your diagnosis your blaming of perhaps Fenowin. that would be a, a good thing to lead into like bringing in a seer and just like asking him like during the time when such was happening what was catching doing when did, we, <laughs> when did he wake up at what point did he wake up after but he woke what up? is what is your argument for if it's Fenowin's fault is that once Kanchen goes unconscious and dead start coming in, that doesn't sound like that's going to help. No, the argument was that she has some experimental weapon that supposedly interacts with the undead and that, that she this grew. interacted, yeah, that she created and brewed and has been scarcely tested. And we don't know what, that is essentially hearsay, I think. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, we could talk to Kanchen, although I don't know what he's going to... I'm guessing he's not going to tell us he's a necromancer. If he does, then we probably wouldn't be... We'll be like, I guess we need to sneak you out now. Uh, yeah, okay, well, we're going to try to get you off on exile and not <laughs> deliver to human authorities then? That's going to change things. Yeah. I mean, if you want to have that conversation with him, then I think that's a reasonable thing that you can do as a flashback right now. You can both be present. Yes, sorry, I didn't... That's kind of the only thing I can think of that would be information that we would want to have coming into this. Yeah, I, mean, I think this is like a day or two before, like we know the council is going to be called, and a lot of people on the council are thinking that you were somehow connected to this catch-in. We know that's not the case, like, and I think we both tell like, we know that's not the case, like, but we don't understand the magic as much. Is there anything you can give us to help us make sure? So if you want me to make like a charm check on a catch-in to see how much he's willing to talk to us. I mean, Hepa would like to know what he's what the Dapper Incap is for. Yeah, like about the medicine that he's taking. To anything, but we're going to flash back. That's something that she would have definitely asked because she needed to know for treating him. I don't know if that plays into what we're doing, but it could be information, I guess. So what we can say is that once the undead stuff is put down and Kachin is essentially put on house arrest while the council prepares to hear arguments, you two are allowed to go see him and you let him know like this is what's happening and it sounded like trick you're kind of like is there anything you could tell us yeah that would be helpful here or do you start like, do you have a known allergy to pollen for example 
<laughs> do you present your own theory for why the undead approached or do you not start with that? I just kind of want to know like how it starts, the conversation starts from Katchen's perspective. Are you coming in and are you saying they're blaming you? Are they right? Or are you coming in and you're saying this thing happened, they think it's you. Tell us reasons why that's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I think it's more the latter, like trickly and like, look, we know you didn't summon these undead. Like they came from our, within our own forest. They didn't follow you in. So yeah, he is asking, like, is there anything you can tell us about like yes, the Deferian Cap? And we I mean, I was pretty sure the Dwarven Fortress was gonna come up. So we could ask what happened. Like, That's probably really a good thing to ask. I'm pretty sure we're going to know that, that, that somebody's going to bring yeah. that up. Like, someone, like, whoever is uh, prosecuting may not be the word we have. If they know about it, but... Whoever's making the opposing case, like, they're going to bring up a something. So what happened there so we can be ready to answer? Okay. Yeah. That's so. a lot of, of questions all rolled into one. Yeah. So we're going to take this piecemeal. As long as you guys are okay suspending the trial. I think that's good. And engaging in, in this now. So we're we'll gonna start with pleasantries. <laughs> we're gonna start with do you guys want to combine roles? Do you guys want to do individual roles? What do you want to do? I think combined roles just for expediency is better. Yeah, I think that would work. I okay. can bring in a little proper bringing for at least the first bit because that is true. I do think Kappa would be like apologetic. We invited him in. And... Yeah, that's probably how he's like, I'm so sorry this happened. And he's our friend. So you are starting with charm. Yes. Catchin does not have any ranks in cool. He's got three presents. He's got three presents. I am spending a story point for him to simulate having a rank of cool. Hepa is assisting you. Okay. I will allow her to suffer a strain to give you an advantage. So I am allowing her upbringing to apply to this role. Okay. Here we go. There's three successes and four threats. I would like Kachin to know your true motivation here. How cooperative Kachin is depends very much. Like, he trusts you guys to a limited extent. Like, you guys have knowledge about him and his activities. But if you are asking these questions and what you hear is going to result in his death is different from what you hear is going to result in you aiding him and getting away. Right. So I think he can, at least from Trick's perspective, learn that, like, Trick is wondering, like, is Ketchin cursed? Which is a valid excuse, essentially, yeah. for things happening without placing blame on him. Without placing blame on him, but, like, it's indirectly his fault. Right. Okay. And... Trick does not believe that Ketchin is a necromancer because he rolled at various points and like, no, the guy's not a necromancer. Peppa's um, pretty sure he's not without yeah. further evidence that he is. And yeah, you know, Trick made up the story that he was cursed and now he's convinced himself. And like, hey, you know, that does add up. Okay. So essentially that gives him a framework he can operate in. Right. Okay. You've rolled a success. What would you like to hear answered first? Sorry, what were our questions again? We wanted to know what happened in Undunman. Okay. Let's start there. Let's yeah. start with Undunman, because you're going to say, this is going to be brought up and we need to know what happened there. Yeah. So what Katchen will tell you regarding Undunman is that the same thing happened in Undunman as happened here. They attacked you with Pollen? No. He didn't have access to the Dapper Ink Cap. In this case, it's because he was unconscious, and on Dunvin, it was because his supplies had run out, and then they showed up. So, it is indeed the case. 
Catron will say, yes, he's, he's cursed with these undead just showing up. And he takes the dapper ink cap to conceal himself from them. So when he is without dapper ink cap, as he was because he was unconscious from having that pollen stuff used on him, then, then they come looking for him. And in the case of Undunbin, he had had a supply and he had run out and he was in the tunnels searching around for more because it is found in the tunnels. He had been making monthly supply visits to Undunbin and it is harder to track time when you're underground than when you're above ground. And so he was perhaps not aware of quite how long he had been without it. Okay. So Undunbin was two... They, there was only a couple of undead. There was only a few. What That attacked and Dunbin. Yeah. Here he was out for three days and it was like 30. So well, it must, they must be coming from like just rest. Yeah, that's, I don't know, like the undead are already there. Like they're there. Yeah. Your curse is that you're a victim and they're constantly chasing you. Catching. Or they're constantly looking for you. Catching is willing to accept that as an explanation. Okay. That might reframe how we want to put this but you can i mean you can ask another question if you want stuff beyond that so that explains the dapper ink cap too yeah i will add that he will also tell you that he hasn't resumed taking it because if he's going to be on trial he needs to be like aware enough um like you are talking to him now and he is not as cloudy and foggy as he was on other occasions. He's demonstrating more emotion than you've seen him demonstrate before, and that emotion is clearly like anxiety. And from your discussion, it's clear that, kind of like in the letter he left, when he was like, oh, I hadn't realized it was affecting me that badly. Like when you had commented on his health and nutritional state, things like that. Right? So like, he is aware of how fogged over it makes him. And so he doesn't want to be in that condition if there's going to be a trial. So he hasn't resumed taking it. But he assures you that the forces you defeated were the only ones in the area. Now, if you'd like him to make a roll... That's probably good. Or if you want us... Yeah, he should make a roll against our like combined vigilance or best yeah. vigilance or something. What is your... I have a yellow and a green. Oh, Sorry, I was thinking about how he must be like a superstar to undead. He couldn't walk anywhere without. <gasps> it's catchy! Oh my gosh! My... Sign my femur! <laughs> yes! This is the best day of my death! <laughs> I've got a yellow and a green for vigilance. So we'll do a combined here where essentially we'll throw in a setback die to the difficulty. And this is going to be Catchin's deception, which is not great. Surely not. Surely you mean his personal charm and... And this does not play into any of your motivations. It doesn't. I mean, Epa's curious to anything you tell her. She's happy to know. Yep, not really. Okay, well this is great news for you guys. He fails with despair. Aww. Okay. He was being dishonest in what he was saying regarding like, oh, the ones that are here, like, those are the only ones to worry about and they're not a problem right now. But he fails with despair here. So, clearly he is... There's something else like he's, he's really worried He's talking about. around something. He's yeah. dissembling about it. But he also has despair. So you can use that for motivation. You can use that for purpose. If you want to know, like, 
yeah, like, what his true purpose is here. Like, what is the thing that he is avoiding telling you? Like, this is a legitimate use for the despair. Yeah, I feel like what is, what, like, what is, cha- what is chasing you? That's not around here. Okay. Chicken, like, he'll start naming off a few things where he realizes he's just naming a list of things. You're kind of like, is, is it... Is it Mal... Look, is Mal Ravenel back? Uh, is, is it some other lich? Mal Orpheus? I don't know. Is uh <laughs> for the Death Knights? Is it... Is it Madame Bones? No? Okay. He doesn't know that story. <laughs> no, he will. The wonder <laughs> is that. <laughs> like, I have not heard of Madame Bones. <laughs> so you list the, all these things, including, like, is it Mal Ravenel? And at this point... Given the failure and the despair, Captain will tell you that it is after a fashion Mal Ravenel. That when Mal Ravenel was defeated, it was an incomplete job, and that cleanup was not done. Which is, and I will say, Captain here will show again more emotion than you're used to seeing from him. You see frustration from him. Because what he will say is that, as always, people assumed that once the dust settled, everything was fine. White mages do this all the time. They knock down undead and they wipe their hands and they say, we're done. And they don't bother to look deeper into the underlying causes and they don't even want to listen. Like the despair is like he gets himself worked up. Yeah, he, he essentially starts his diatribe of that it is harder to put down undead than anybody is willing to admit and it requires more work than anybody is willing to do. And like, if you try to like tell people that, that's when you start getting labeled with things and you start getting in trouble. That it's not an unhealthy interest in forbidden topics. It's like a necessary thing to like protect people. This um, is sort of what Hepa was thinking before. Is like, how are we gonna, if we don't figure this stuff out, how are we gonna defeat them? And sure, people will claim like, you know, we've got Thousands of years of magic of the light that can stop a skeleton here or there, but they're still leaving these restless souls floating around, and then all it takes is for somebody to come along for them to, like, be on hand. So essentially, ammunition, like, untriggered minds is the modern equivalent. Like, Catching wouldn't have that concept. But essentially are being left around in all these piles. Yeah. Stockpiles of proto-undead are, are being primed for the taking, are being left around. They are waiting for somebody to attach themselves to. And unfortunately, they are partial to those of Ravenel's line. Oh, that is unfortunate. Before he was a lich, he was a man. When did he turn into a lich? Because Kachin doesn't look that old. Kachin is his great-grandson. That makes more sense. But as far as Kachin knows, Kachin is the only living descendant. And Kachin will tell you, this is an issue that has plagued his house since... As long as he's known. Yeah. And of course, his whole... His family, I'm sure, has been... Uh, exile is not even the right word, but... You will require additional roles to learn yeah, yeah. anything really further about his family and his history and the situations pertaining to that. Okay. But essentially, they are still out there looking for a leader. And because of who Kachin is, they will gravitate towards him. 
And because they have been temporarily disabled rather than properly put to final rest. Yeah. Peppa just had like some sort of a like flash of insight about this just yeah. in the forest. Takes more. And I think there's differences. They need to be obliterated. And that's not what people want to hear. When they've just finished a battle, nobody wants to hear that they still have more work to do. That's true. So I can tell that there are none other in the immediate area, and I am actively... I cannot maintain this for a long time, but I can... It takes a lot of effort for me to actively suppress that. And the dapper ink cap well, maybe not a perfect solution, was at least one that didn't require my active attention. There must be a better formulation. Maybe. That's what happened. Like, we can't let him go. We have so much work to do. Maybe. I don't know. I assume his family's been dealing with this for a long time and just worked very hard to try to find means to minimize that. So if you would like any other checks or if you would like to... I think that's an appropriate time to flash back to the courtroom. We will probably flash back to catch it again. Yeah, the only thing that occurs to me is that if Thrandalil is truly trying to find something to fight off undead and doesn't have some other ulterior motive, maybe not if. From our perspective, going to him with this would be useful because that's exactly what he wanted to do was find ways to fight off undead when we have somebody that that's what they're trying to do. So you think our next witness is actually Thrandalil? Could be, but so here's the thing. If he's drawing undead, that's probably the same thing. Like, I don't know how this works in our little society, but I can imagine in the human society that if undead show up wherever you go, nobody cares what your intention is. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if we're like a little bit more of, oh, it wasn't his fault. We shouldn't have knocked him unconscious. I feel like that's the tack we need to take, and Ketchum will probably be forced to leave then. Like, in this particular scene, our last discussion with Ketchin might be like, like, uh, like if that's the case, like, the council is probably going to, at a minimum, like, make you leave the forest just because whether it's your fault or not, they're not going to care. They're going to say, like, this is too big of a risk. What would they do if they found out he's part of the line? I just don't know what the society well, is like. There's a lot of people who lost a lot of loved ones in various undead attacks, and a lot of people would put a lot of blame on anyone connected to that. But at the same time, you guys don't have, like, a sins of the father passed to the children. That's not, like, part of Elvish legal code. No, but since undead did attack while he was around. Yeah, so I'm not sure how much we can say. Now, I mean, I know that runs pretty deep. What runs deep? I don't know if it'll trigger daddy. Yeah, that thought <laughs> occurred to me, too. That might be... What do you mean? Is that what Captain says? I think he needs to make a roll to find out more about Randall. Okay. Or if you think we should make some sort of deception roll to talk around it. Captain will make a leadership check, because essentially, like, we need to lay out all the cards on the table for yeah, the defense fair. here. That's fair. Yeah. If it wasn't a close family secret, Hepha probably would be like, well, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. That's a purple and red here. What's your discipline? It's two greens. <laughs> the worst failure with one advantage. I mean, you could fail with a threat. That'd be worse. So I think we just kind of showed it like that's not important right now. It's not pertinent to the yeah. defense somehow. It's probably like Thrandalil's not going to be able to get you out of this. He's not technically on the council. Um, 
Catching is fine with banishment from your forest. That's way better than what would happen to him in other places and other circumstances. Like, he can still correspond with Lord Thranduil to get the answers to some of his questions. You might be able to hang out with Connie and Marvin. They're close-ish by. They can relay messages. I don't know how comfortable they are with it. But they're definitely not going to turn you into the law. So there's that. So, a defense that, like, Kachin doesn't necessarily want, like... Yeah. You know, too much about him widely published. But a defense that still says, like, it wasn't his fault. What if it's a matter of, like, Kachin... Like, he says, like, look, this wasn't my fault. I understand the circumstantial evidence. Just And he would sort of diplomatically agree, like, if it would make everyone feel more comfortable, like, I will leave. So you are looking at, like, a negotiation sort of situation? I think that's a negotiation. Like, clearly, like, in the first round of the thing, like, we tried to just, like, well, it wasn't his fault. We presented the evidence. After consideration, is like, look, we understand. And is what you're talking about, you want to, like, essentially call a captain to the stand, or you will present I think Trick will catch it on his behalf. Okay. As his... You're his representative. Yeah, his representative. We invited him in. We could escort him out. Yes. And I could yeah, try to really work on point. a better formulation for whatever he's taking. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really good point. Like, Lord Randall invited him in. We brought him in. He was not about to cause any ruckus. And no such ruckus would have been caused if he had been conscious. Yes, and had he been conscious... We, I don't even know if we want to. But I'm saying that's a, a yeah. level you can go to. That is true. That, like, for the good love council, like, so that... No one needs stress about this, and we can focus on our rebuilding efforts. He will leave tonight, tomorrow morning, whatever. He will leave right away. And if this is agreeable to the council, that would be acceptable. Do you want Hepa to make a skill check before... I think that's up to Hepa. What kind of skill check can I use here? I don't know that we want to be telling him that. Oh, yeah, they, he yeah, tells them. Like we don't He's want to cursed. tell them about I don't this. even know that we want that. So No, but you could do an alchemy check. Regarding like a better formulation with the dapper ink cap that would let him control this issue without being so hazy, or at least even spreading it out further so he doesn't run out in some situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can do that. I'm not completely clear how it helps what we're doing, but I'm happy to make an alchemy check. What you do does not have to always be transparent to the court. Like, okay, it's, it's helping trick. So yeah, so I can do an alchemy check to help with a better formulation. So. The basic difficulty is three purples. You have a blue die from the mall's guidance on the very issue of extracting stuff from Dapper Ink Cap. Oh, right, because I was just making a potion to help with the pollen thing. And then you also have a blue die for Dapper Ink Cap on hand for conducting like the experiments. You have two story points in your favor right now. Is there anything he can tell me about this stuff? Like, what's in his notes or whatever? Oh. Maybe uh, he doesn't know. Like, what is it? how much is he taking? Or So we'll give you a blue die as well. Okay. Catching helping? Well, because you know what it's for now. And, like, so Catching can be open with you about the... Hmm. All right. You're taking a blue die, but you're taking a black die also. Because Catching's explanations of these things are all tied to arcane magic. Okay. There is, like, a magic component to it. Right. There is something which, you know, you were observing stuff. So something that is related to, like, whatever essence it has that, like, smothers primal magic, that magical component of it is tied to the cloak 
of undead invisibility. That yeah. is like the effect he needs. Right. And then you have like alchemical side of like, right, but you don't need the foggy brain. Yeah, I've seen the magic, but I don't know how it corresponds with arcane and Damal won't tell me anything about magic because it's not magic. Yeah, so it's just like his language for describing things is different from your language. Right, right. No, I get it. How many story points do we have? We have two. I would say feel free. Yeah, let's use one. Oh, I got a triumph. So but this is not a knowledge check. No, this is alchemy. So three successes and a triumph. Any advantages? Two advantages. Okay. They cannot be used to pass a blue die forward in the way they normally would because Could they be used to let me it. take a maneuver? Yes. And so like I get the evidence ready. Right now, essentially. Yes. Which will give you a maneuver yes. to do. The triumph can be used to upgrade your... your th- oh. Didn't we say triumph was like you can make another... Triumph would let Hepa do another action. Which, if you can think of another action, that could throw... Another action more. that's something different. Oh, okay. That, that would help. What is the evidence you're presenting? Or do you want me to try to find some no, more No, no, evidence? no. I, I'm trying to decide, like, is this damning evidence because it's like... Ketchin is coming to the table and willing to negotiate this kind of thing. Or this is still circumstantial because it's like based on the variety of conflicting evidence we have. And Well, if you can get Ketchin to like confess that it is indeed related to him. Yeah. I think that is damning. But it's damning in your favor because you are like, you're describing all these like remediations. And essentially you're like, we're willing to plead guilty, but we want these concessions or whatever. Yeah. I think I, that counts as damning evidence. Trick didn't think that Ketchin wanted that secret out. I agree. Because we can't guarantee, like, one, well, yeah, Bolo said the council's going to be public. If it was private, yeah. that'd be one thing. I agree that Ketchin doesn't necessarily want that. Also, the opposing council is a storyteller. So, like, literally the person who would pass oh, on right. information. So I think... What if we could pin it on the staff or one of the staffs? Then the staff is going to go away. And I don't think you nor Thrandalo want that. I don't, but you're a good liar, right? <laughs> I mean, Hepa doesn't... That's true, from just perspective, like, getting that staff out of here. It's... If you're doing that, then you're going up against vigilance. Yeah. Yeah. Or are no, you no, doing no. negotiations? I think I'm going to negotiate. So it might just be the circumstantial. I mean, if we could just be like, he traveled in, and maybe they followed him. I mean, yeah. I already pointed out how much undead are everywhere. Yeah, we know they didn't, though, because we had Renwick talk. I could try knowledge adventuring so we can convince them that if whatever they believe, without admitting to it, if he leaves, then it's not a problem, right? Like, he leaves, it's not a problem, and also, like, around, like, they will chase him far away from here. We will be left safer than we started. Maybe what we can only do is convince them of his intent. Like, without yeah. admitting, like, whether or not he's actually to blame, he doesn't intend harm. Here's a quote. Ketchin knows how to give undead a final rest, right? He described it that people don't want to hear that it's a painful line of work. Because if he's not sure, I have some ideas. I'm trying to find a way, like, how is this, like, complex records? If, I think like, I agree with you that it is complex records because I'm thinking of, like, the amount of alchemy involved in this, like, lab results, kind of. There is an elaborate thing here regarding it's kind of related to him, but it's not really his fault, and, like... We've got these potions worked up to help, like, and like he was taking the proper precautions that we. Yeah, and you know, Hepa like gives Upset. her alchemical analysis of like the 
the pollen that attack. Is that is true. We and have like, the complex records of the Yeah, and how it interacted. So I definitely think we can say complex records are a thing here. Okay. I think we can take that route, and then that, that doesn't involve Kachin necessarily okay. confessing anything. Yeah, not directly. Yeah, and what I will tell you regarding the final rest issue, when you talked with Kachin, what you would have gotten from him since at the point that we flashed away from. Yeah, yeah. It's like one by one, yes, but he is trying to find a larger scale solution. Okay. Peppa definitely does not want him to disappear. She has things she wants to talk about. Well, you'll get a chance as we escort him out of the forest. Final yeah. rest. Dapper Incap. So you wanted knowledge adventuring then? That was what the I could say. Up? The other thing I could do is somehow convince Daddy that this will help his research if we can just do it outside of the do some research outside. I, mean, I don't know exactly be. what he's doing, but this this is exactly the sort of thing to help against undead is yeah. to clear out undead. This is the way files. like this is the way you can continue to research this. Yeah, but my term is not anywhere near any knowledge skills. But with daddy, surely. <laughs> Much better. I would say a knowledge lore check. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, I could do that. So knowledge lore, you're talking with Randall related to the research and things like that. And we will set that simply at two purples. So, I mean, she can probably confess to him that Katchen is interested in dealing with undead problem. That's not a bad thing at all. All right. Knowledge lore. This is a failure. Okay. Six advantages. You can use four of them to upgrade Trick's roll. And then the other two... Can we do another maneuver, or is that we've already done that? Or give you one, you can take a deep breath or whatever? I mean, I have not taken a deep breath yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Okay. But take one good skill first. Or she just glare, try to bore a hole through trick. Negotiate, not being a half-elf specialty, would be somewhat effective. She glares at you twice. Both eyes. Oh, oh now trick gets it. He looks around, and there's nothing. Oh, ooh. <laughs> She's trying to psych me out. Well, I'm not going to be psyched out. I'm going to focus on... What was I thinking about? <laughs> all right. And you're doing negotiation. I got one upgrade. I got all these. I have a new one myself, so I'll take another deep breath. Is that okay? Or no? Yes. Okay. I mean, she glared at you twice. <sighs> That's true. Do you have any story points you want to upgrade? We do have one story point. I am spending a story point. Oh, we need some negative dice here, don't we? Yeah. No, we don't. <laughs> That's why I was asking if this is negotiated. Yes. So I could set the yeah, yeah. I will definitely spend. But it's good that he doesn't look like he's under the effects of that brain cap probably for the trial. It probably is. Even if it brings all the undead, it's probably good for the trial. Yes, so I'll talk a little bit and then I'll roll and then we'll see where it goes. The trick will open up like, first, like, I want to apologize on behalf of myself and half of Lord Randall. We invited Ketchin in here and treated very poorly when he first arrived. So you're apologizing to Ketchin? I apologize to Ketchin. Okay. Ketchin himself, I've spoken with him, like, everything that has happened is outside of his control. Of course, we, elves of Esperant Forest, were the ones that knocked him unconscious and in a way brought this on ourselves. But he does not want to cause, like, commotion and ruckus are not appropriate terms after people have died. He does not want any further trauma. He doesn't want any further trauma associated upon with elves. Yeah. And if it would... Please the council and be acceptable. He will agree to depart immediately in everyone's best interest. So there's no confusion. We don't need to linger on these matters that we can move on with the rebuilding efforts and the 
the putting to rest those that have passed. Trick will make sure to add in. I have only one more question. The player has one more question. Does this touch on anything of the loss? I will grant you one blue die for one of his motivations that you're coming adjacent right. to. I appreciate the pity blue die. There's so many dice on this thing. <laughs> so. <laughs> There's so many blank ones. That is a failure. Oh my gosh. So many blank dice. I have four advantages. I stunned to silence, Brayden. <laughs> it's just like, they're giving up. <laughs> I've only just started. So you have four advantages, you said? I have four advantages. It takes three of them to do that. Okay. You suffer too strain, having failed your check. <sighs> Triple E. A ration bar is all he deserves at this point. You second wind? Yes. The second wind is really just that Trick now has a collection of snacks in his backpack that he can take out and eat. Incidental. Incidental snacks. Incidental snacks. Having learned how beneficial a sandwich was. That, that There you go. In mm-hmm. that fight. It could be that meat just brings back things. I don't know, that's a risk. You're like, oh, I need a snack. I'm going to eat on this field mouse. Mmm, a grub worm. Okay. Yeah. We don't have elves might eat grub worms. That's true. I see no reason why elves wouldn't eat insects. If I bet Fibson does. <laughs> no, she wouldn't eat her friends. <laughs> and you have one remaining advantage. Hey, a blue die forward. Green. You could have talked to her like that. Yeah, that would solve it. Uh, yeah, no, we're rolling terribly. But I stun Breda. Yep. So Breda is not getting any actions. Normally it's the target. Yeah, we're applying it to Breda here. Yeah. She is not getting any actions. She gets a maneuver, though. She got new evidence you wish to bring out? She is going to spend her maneuver to bring Randolo to the stand. Oh, snap. But she can't do anything with him. Yep. Do I use, like, well, yes, this fellow has been most helpful. He's critical and crucial to my research. Would you have to use a story point for that? That would be using a story point. I think that would be a way to do it. It doesn't seem like it's very far out of the narrative, since Thrandall no. was kind of the impetus from us. Like, we didn't want him. to bring him up, but he's going to be here. So if you want him to count as your witness as well, you can spend a maneuver, and then he is just flat out your witness, as well as being her witness. Oh, we would not have to spend the, a story point? Correct. Okay. Story point lets you co-opt him for just this turn. I see. Maneuver I see. introduces him as your witness as well. Breda is... Uh, Flipping through for parchments, he's got a... It's, it's kind of like you've introduced the the topic of Thrandalil and his research and stuff like that, and Breda's like, oh, right, there's like stuff pertaining to that that's that's relevant here. Lord Thrandalil, please. Uh, and then she's like looking for like, has to remind herself what she heard, what story or whatever. Right. right. And while that is happening, you guys are allowed to, to take an action in a turn. You want to... Do some stuff for it. Like we need, even though these blue dice are crap. Like we, we need every piece of crap we can get. Yeah. So what else do we want to do? You're, are you going to basically do something with Randall? Yeah, he's here now, so I feel like narratively. So what could I contribute? Is there anything like medicine you can contribute? Was medicine the skill you used? Like this is how you put down undead. You want to solve the undead problem? This is what we have to do. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So then what I could just say is that Ketchin is on the same side and he wants to also solve the problem yeah. with these stuff. Because that's what I was starting to point out was all of the undead laying around that are yeah, already a problem. It's satisfying to you know strike them down with the sword, but that doesn't solve your problem. 
there's a disease for some of them, and then you have to make them so they can't be mobile. Okay. You are going to roll a medicine check, and the number of successes you get are the number of blue dice that get added to tricks. Okay. And I had paid forward a blue die. Two purples. Five successes and two threats. Take five blues and a black. Yep. Uh, we get to take one star. Yes. They've already brought in Thrandalil. She's going to also spend a maneuver bringing in another witness. Ooh. Which is Nasir. Interesting. So Nasir is on deck, yeah. essentially. And she's also going to glare at you some more. I think that's good. <laughs> okay, I'm going to spend this to upgrade. I am also spending a story point to upgrade the difficulty. You're doing... This is negotiate. So uh, how are you negotiating? I want to frame it as like a Socratic conversation with Randallil. It's almost sort of a, like, is this the person you invited to help you with your research defending against the undead? And I'm like, well, of course, yes. During the time that he's been, you've been researching things with him, like, has he been helpful or unhelpful? Presumably he's been helpful. And during any of these times, has he shown any malice whatsoever? So if you think this is not negotiated, we'll try to reframe this. I don't yet know what your purpose is. Are you maybe are you trying to point out that it's better for him to be around uh, rather than? Ooh, I think like, we I think we gave we gave up on that. Not in the village, but not like dumped unceremoniously. Basically, like it's better to let him to continue to do his. Work. That, that's a good tack to take. That like it's better for all of us if Ketchin is allowed to live and continue to perhaps from a distance assist with our research. We're all trying to do the same thing. It's just yeah, his stuff all is on the more same field side here. Okay. Keep the field work in the field. That, I understand, is a negotiation. And I pull out a hock of ham. Is like, and I will exchange this in order for Ketchum's <laughs> life. But I would like a different lunch in return. No, that doesn't give me another blue dye. You need a halberd. Come on. That's right. I also need a halberd. Uh, yes, that is the, the argument there. Okay. I think that's a negotiation. All right. No whammy. There are successes this time. Two successes. What level of persuasion is Thrandalil is a four. He's a four. Because he's knowledgeable on the topic. Okay. So we have two plus one plus four is seven. I have five advantages. So, I mean, would it be gauche to continue to stagger Breda? With five advantages, you can take another action. Oh! Because you can use... I forgot all about that. You can use four of them like a triumph. Yes. Which gives you a free action. Let's do that, then. And I'll pay forward blue die. I think you can do that. Then, yes. I think taking another action is definitely the right thing to do. Uh, so I have to work with whatever evidence is in front of me, though. Yes, but because Thrandalil was not... Um, he was not destroyed. Yeah, he's not destroyed. You can continue to work with him. Okay. Should I try to find a different skill? I think you should try to... Say something slightly different. You know what? Let's try some of that leadership that I also don't have. You are past the threshold, so the difficulty goes down one. Okay. There would still be red dice if you were doing an opposed thing, but his will is knocked down and his presence is knocked down. Yeah, I think leadership is still the the better track here. This would be the best time for you to lie. Uh, No, because Thrandalil is so awesome, I just need to succeed. So So maybe now is the time to, like, get Thrandalil to make clear, like, Ketchin himself is not the threat. Or... Maybe the tactic to take is to talk to Randall like this can be conducted safely if he's not around. 
I mean, we can still help with the research. We could act as envoys to do the research with him outside and bring back information. Without having him, we'll take on the risk of visiting upon catching to handle this. This seems like it's still negotiation. The way you're speaking. Okay. Like, I mean, if you're okay with that. I'm fine with you using negotiation again. You just needed to add new stuff here. So this essentially, like, you're not taking responsibility yourselves for being involved. But some people here, you know, do blame you. So you're now like saying like, oh, and we can also like. If it would please the council, we would agree to well. be the, the intermediaries so that no one else need. Just get everybody out of town for a little bit. Yeah. Everybody cool off. Um, and that is the situation we're at. Yeah, I think this is what it is. This is still using Trandalil. He will get to continue his research. I'm going to spend a story point to upgrade your difficulty. Oh my gosh, I need to spend. I must succeed. Well, that's one plus one plus four. It's six. That does it. That puts you just one over, like Breda was one over last time. <laughs> Breda? I use the triumph to shut down Breda's favor. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of the triumph. It could be like he's given one more night or whatever so he can talk with Randalil and make a proper arrangements. I don't know if that makes sense. If you have something in mind already. That's fine if that's what you want to do with your triumph. How does that sound? I mean, that sounds fine. Because it's already late in the day, we will depart with him in the morning. Okay. If that's what he wants to do, I'm guessing. What Cashin wants is not at all <laughs> under consideration here. So, essentially, it's like the plea bargain was submitted and accepted. That they are free to place blame on him, but not punish him. Right? Like... He can leave. He's not allowed back again, which is pretty much the way things ended in Undunban. Yeah. But elves who want, like, somebody to blame have a person to blame. I mean, that's good for the council, because then the council doesn't get blamed. (laughs) Guilty by way of curse. Yeah. Instead of insanity. (laughs) Yeah, so the council, they have this discussion in front of whatever audience was present. They turn to, like, Nasir, and they're like, you know, like, we appreciate your time, but... Two of these advantages are like, Monsieur was busy working. He doesn't have time for this. <laughs> Dicklin comes back and she's like, I can't get him. <laughs> There's too much like to fix the forest fire like, damage. No, he said, he's, yeah, he's like, he's fixing the forest fire damage and storm season is coming up or something. <laughs> he said, nothing's more important than st- rain, apparently. Monsieur said anything he, he would have added was either already known by Heffa or Thrandalil, so uh, my girl. Yeah. So they reach their decision and they say that in the morning, because traveling at night is not desirable. They make allowances for humans and their like preference for doing things during the day in true uh, West Nile fashion. So the positive outcome here, though, is that there was never an issue of turning him over to human authorities. So from Katchen's perspective, that's a win. doesn't get to do as direct research as he might have liked. But... So I don't think you need a triumph spent to be like, we can wait until morning for him to leave. Okay. But what you might want to consider using that triumph for, as now occurs to me, is for Brea. Considering she is like the font of storytelling here to uh, soften any lasting tales pertaining to Kachin. Oh. Like, that's a possibility. If you just thought of something yourself, then please say. No, I think that's probably good. Is she interested in accuracy or just direct storytelling? It's, I mean... It is a profession for her. So, like, accuracy is important, but it's the story carries a message. 
And, you know, you guys have more details than what actually came up in front of the council, so. Yeah, and I'm trying to think of what the right, like, Trick will probably try to talk to her on that level. Well, first of all, like, Trick has no, there's no animosity towards Breda, like, she's doing her job, and if Trick will be impressed as, like, you know, I've never done this before, I think you might have a couple times. I see why the council asked you to do this. I kind of feel like you should have won that, like, right, right away. Well, I mean, from our perspective, it seemed like we lost pretty quick, and then we were like, how about if we just leave? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, she essentially got us to make a plea bargain right away. Yeah. So I think Trick will, like, even ask her, like, so this is an un- uncommon event. Have you thought about how you're going to, you know, frame this to future generations? I suppose Trick should probably even suggest, like, does he want to suggest, like, the mercy and wisdom of the elves is a better way to frame this as opposed to we stopped a, a necromancer? Like, uh, nobody wants to hear stories about necromancers. Trust me, I've been in some human bars recently. So uh, Trick wants to say, like, this should be a story about the yes, the, the wisdom and the, the, the mercy of the elves, the compassion. Okay. That a man who is perhaps cursed, that's how Trick will, he'll leave that as a a rumor, it's going to happen anyway, so... You were right, he's cursed. Just, yeah. It's just a hereditary curse. Yeah, so I think that's, that's where I'll trick we'll leave it with Rita. Okay. I think that's a good use for the triumph. GM Jennifer here. I really enjoy the social components of the Genesis system. I like learning characters' motivations and leaning on them when I can. I like the way social combat helps flush out an exchange and gives players an opportunity to both gain and lose ground simultaneously. I was excited to have the chance to try out this different kind of social scene, an adjudicated encounter. Although we don't have many more opportunities to use I Declare this way in the rest of the campaign, we really liked some of the concepts in it. Social weapons, in the form of material, and additional social maneuvers fit quite easily into Genesis and provide some additional spice for social-heavy campaigns. For that reason, even if you don't see yourself running an adjudicated encounter ever, I still recommend this supplement to expand your social encounter toolkit. At the low, low price of pay what you want, it's definitely worth the investment. You can find I Declare in the Genesis Foundry at DriveThruRPG. I'll include a link to it in the show notes. You've been listening to Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westnoth video game and played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Jen, and our players were Lex and Daniel. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our character art is by Del Borovic. See her work at DelBorovic.com. Our music is sampled from Return to Westnoth by Matthias Westland a.k.a. West, licensed under CC by SA 4.0, part of the Battle for Westnoth project. Visit them at westnoth.org. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, the only thing that separates you from knowledge is experience. <laughs>